Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. I'm going to just go on with that. I'm just going to say series, but um, cover another one of the topics that uh, uh, one of our listeners has given me um, as as the, they picked up on one of my podcasts when I said, you know, just email me if you want me to cover a topic for you. I'm happy to do that. So info at wealthwithin.com.au if you've got a question you'd like me to answer or, or a subject you'd like me to tackle, happy to to do that for you if I, if it if it's possible for me to do it on a podcast sort of environment from that point of view. But uh, topic I'm going to cover today, uh, the last one I did was on stop losses and um, portfolio di- uh, diversification. So if you haven't heard that, go, go and have a look, listen to it. But uh, this one was on volume. Um, and that's interesting to me in terms of asking about volume. And uh, this gentleman's asking just to give it, for me to give a general overview of volume. Um, he's also asking, is it useful for investors or traders apart from providing liquidity for entry and exit? Um, and uh, he also asked, does volume provide any signals for entry and exits? Except, example, big trading days, increasing, decreasing volume divergences with price uh, reversals, etc. Huge question, that last one. Huge question. And a lot of it I can't answer because it's sort of... Um, if you watch my YouTube channel enough, um, Wealth Within TV on YouTube, where live show, you'll know um, it's pretty common for me to come up and saying um, when I'm answering a question, saying there's context and content. So what's the content uh, that relates to that question? Um, you can't just make a blanket statement on volume, saying well this is volume um, in terms of when you're trading, because it's all about context. So what's the context of using volume? Are you a short, medium, or long-term trader? That's, you know, are you trading with leverage? Are you not trading with leverage? There's a whole range of different variable. And it's almost like going into, you know, if you've ever gone in to try and buy, buy a BMW or Mercedes or something like that, they go, here's this model. And you go, great. And they go, now do you want XXXXX with it? It's all the extra add-ons that they want, you know. And I think, I think I was reading one day that, you know, there might be, you know, you got, you know, uh, one series, two through series, three series, four series, five series, seven series BMWs, but then there's about 500 different versions you can get, you know, when you put all the extras and everything else. And that's sort of like that. It's like, well, what do you want with it? Do you want fries with that? So there's all the variables that need to be taken. It's not just the vehicle itself. It's whatever else is happening around that. But to give you a general overview on volume, volume is basically, there's two components of volume to really, one is, how many shares get traded in a day, week, month, year? And the other one is how many participants there are in trading that. 
And that second one is most people don't think of. And what I mean by that is a lot of people with these new platforms. Now, you've got to remember when I first started trading, we didn't have all these platforms. I couldn't get onto Comsec or E-Trade or whoever it is and look at all the depth of the market and all this other fancy stuff. Couldn't do it because I didn't have a computer Um, because it was, yeah, I know, that was last century. So, yep, I'm getting older. But that was last century. So I didn't have all of that sort of stuff. We, If we wanted to look at volume, we would get the Fin Review the next day and look at all the course of trades where they would list every buy and sell, whatever price it was, um, in the back of the financial review here in Australia. And I'm assuming in the US they did it in the Wall Street Journal or some other financial paper there. But volume has two components, as I was saying before. One is how many shares are traded and how many people are trading it. And the example I'm going to give you is, you could have a million shares traded in a day on a stock, but that doesn't mean it's liquid. Now you're going, Dale, are you stupid? A million shares, that's liquid. No, it's not. It doesn't actually comply. How many shares being traded does not imply liquidity. It just says that's many that's many uh, shares being traded. If you have one person that bought that million shares, is that now a liquid share? Or... You have a million people buying one share each. Is that a liquid share? And the second example is a liquid share because you've got a million people participating, not one. So if you've got a house that you want to put up for auction, how many people do you want outside in the street talking with the agent and bidding for your house? Do you want one or do you want a hundred? Simple. That's what it is. So volume has the number of participants is really, really critical. And you see a lot of people trading these cheap, penny dreadful stocks. And again, just go to my YouTube thing and you'll see some come up every now and again. And, you know, there might be. And I say to people, get your calculator out. Now, here's volume. It's done 100,000 shares today at 0.1 of a percent or one cent or two cents. Calculate that. And we might get, we get figures that we're ranging from $10,000 to $50,000 or $60,000 in shares traded in one day or a week or a month on some of these shares. Now, any of us can move that price. So volume is about not just saying how many shares are being traded, but how many people are involved in that trading. So I constantly say to people, stay away from penny dreadful, stay away from cheap stocks, stay away from speculative stocks because they will kill you. Um, They are the, the road to broke and they are the road to being very, very inconsistent. So please, um, I'm not sure, you know, as I'm not making any comments on the person that gave me these questions. I don't know them at all. I don't know that they're, whether they're trading or they're not. Uh, I don't know much about them. Uh, I'm just answering questions here or making comments. So that's my general overview. So volume has two components, how many shares are traded and how many participants are in it. Now, I can't, you can say to me, well, Dale, I know how to find the volume because that's on, you know, I can just look on Comsec and look on the chart and it tells me the volume for the day or whatever it is. And they go, great. But they say, how do I tell how many participants are in it? Different question. I can't give you the answer to that. I know the answer to that because you have to work that out by understanding how to read bar charts, properly, and price analysis and a whole range of other things. But it's really, really hard to, unless you're, um, looking at all the course of actual sales, you won't know how many participants it is. And as a fund manager, I'll tell you that quite often if I'm trading $5 million, so if I place a $5 million trade, I might do that in one trade, I might do that in 500 trades. You won't know. And you won't see it on that liquidity of the marketplace. And this is where a lot of people get really screwed 
um, they open up their platform and they watch the liquidity or what they think is liquidity on the depth of the market. The depth of the market is the biggest lie you'll ever see all of the time. It's not reality. Um, it's really, really there. If an individual, if you're getting that off your broker platform, it's just to get you excited about trading pretty much because it's as, as a fund manager trading a lot um, in big parcels, uh, that we do trade, we do look at a little bit because we're trying to slot things in. But um, but we'll never put all of our position size on the market. So you'll see that in the depth. And no fund, no big fund managers do. They drip feeder. They do algorithms. They do all sorts of things to run trades in. They do things like if done type of things. If if this parcel's done, then put this parcel in. So they might break it up into. Let's say they got ten thousand shares to buy. They put it into but one one parcel of thousand at a time when the first thousand's gone put the next thousand up and they just keep doing it and runs an automatic algorithm there's iceberg algorithms there's all sorts of other things that we as institutional traders can do that you won't see or know about um there's dark pools there's all sorts of other stuff so volume is not necessarily what you see that's pretty much what i'm trying to say is what you see as an individual so looking at the depth of the market won't help you trade and i know that's a big thing that a lot of people do um, so please stay away from it. You don't really need it. If you if you stock that your analysis says to buy, buy. If it says to sell, sell. Forget about the the depths of the market. Let me take a drink. Um, he's asking about is it useful for investors traders apart from providing liquidity for entry and exit. Liquidity is is essential. Um, volume as far as analysing volume. Um, if you're looking at the big top 100 stocks, especially the top 50 stocks, volume's consistent, generally pretty consistent all the time. So um, volume is only useful as a trader. And I said again, context versus content. As a trader, I look at volume if I'm trading very short-term high-risk leverage. But that's it. If I'm buying big stocks, blue chip, volume, I don't look at it. It's just irrelevant. It's a waste of time looking at it because it's pretty consistent. So, But you need liquidity for entry and exits. And the reason why you need liquidity is because your bid sell price or bid ask price, sorry. Um, you need them to close. And when you see something, and this is one of the things to talk about when we talk about um, understanding the number of participants, if there's a big gap between the buy and sell price, or sorry, the bid and ask price, then you know it's more illiquid. If there's, you know, let's, like BHP, if you it might be quoting ten dollars, ten dollars a one, you know, or that's might might be, but a more small cap speculative stock might be four cents and eight cents. That's huge, big difference in percentage terms. So that's a, a big signal that there's not a lot of participation in it. So, but you do need liquidity to give you a close spread and you really want to trade things that have a very close spread because if they've got a close spread you can get out of it quickly get in and out of it quickly that's really what you want to be able to do you want all highly liquid stocks that you can get into and out without affecting the market and do so very quickly and do so at any time so you do want that and so you do need that liquidity for your entries and exits um, the next question he's got is does volume provide any signals for entry and exit no answer he's got example big trading days increasing decreasing volume it does tell us stuff it tells us about psychology of the market it does tell us about what whether buyers and sellers are increasing and a whole range of other things but i will never ever 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 if i say that enough i will never ever 
take an exit entry or exit signal based on volume, not volume alone. And if I had to throw something out of my trading, it would be anything to do with volume. That would be the thing I least need. Again, context in terms of uh, more medium to longer term trading. The only time, as I said, the time that I would use volume um, is when I'm really, is high leverage trading. Um, if you're doing day trading, that sort of stuff, volume is more useful to you. But for the majority of people who listen to this podcast, and I'd say 99.9% of them, volume is pretty much irrelevant. If you're trading FX with high leverage and you're looking to day trade, then it's a little bit more, it's a lot more relative to you. But again, I still wouldn't use that alone to taking a signal. Um, he's also got divergences with price reversals, etc. That all means a hell of a lot to me. Um, and there are lots of ways of looking at that. So yes, um, it does give me indications of strength of buyers and sellers and buyers and sellers mentality or their their um, psychology if that makes sense so it does help in those areas but again it's how much do I heavily weight to that um, there's a lot of other techniques that we use throughout a course in the diploma course and, and indeed our advanced courses and everything else that I use that gives me a lot more solid grounding on what market's doing or what stocks are doing and how to trade something so yes um, you know we do sometimes need to see volume we want to see volume increasing on breakouts or uh, getting above support or resistance level so but I don't want to get too in-depth into it because a it'll get too complex and b it's stuff we teach in a lot of detail through our courses so I know you understand that I'm not going to teach you a lot of stuff that's in our course it's more just saying here's what I think about that sort of stuff but great questions um, from this gentleman um, but uh, thanks very much uh, oh sorry <laughs> Sound that that sounded terrible, didn't it? It's like, yep, thanks very much. Uh, I do appreciate it uh, that uh, he sent those through. But again, if you have questions or you want me to, to cover stuff, I'm not going to cover individual stocks here, so that's not what the podcast is about. But if you have topics that you'd like me to cover or sort of questions you might have for me to go through, I'm always happy to uh, look over some of those and, and do the podcast if I possibly can. So just send an email through to info at wealthwithin.com.au and say, hey Dale, can you do this for me? And happy to have a look at it for you. But if you haven't found our YouTube site, go to YouTube and type in Wealth Within TV in the search. You'll find us on YouTube. If you haven't got my book, Accelerate Your Wealth, yet, get on our website and get it because uh, it will be a slam dunk for you. It'll teach you how to be a great uh, get in that market and really sort out your trading and everything else. So get on to that. And if you want to talk to our team here, our super, super fantastic team here and, and get your trading going, then uh, give us a call here at Wealth Within Our Guys. They're all traders themselves, and that's probably one thing a lot of people don't appreciate. I don't have a sales team, if that makes sense. i got a team of people that are traders that love to help other people. So... So all the people we you would talk to if you're looking at our courses, everybody you talk to, they're people that trade. They're at home trading and they spend some of their day talking to people like you. So they're, they're there to help you and help you understand the real benefit. They're not pushing you know, our course down your throat, if that makes sense, saying you must do this because they exist because they trade. That's what they do. Um, and they love helping other people and giving back, and that's what our whole team does. So, but um, but yeah, get on our website, have a good look, register for some information, talk to our guys, and let's see if we can make your 2020 a real kick-ass time and and getting some good returns coming through and consistency in your trading. But uh, you've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, 
head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.